0: I'm John DiLiberto and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. Get your lava lamp glowing and your black light on because today I'll be bringing you the Black Angels. They're an Austin psychedelic rock band with a social conscience. Their influences come from the 1960s and bands like Early Pink Floyd, The Velvet Underground, The 13th Floor Elevators, and just about every band on Lenny K's Nuggets Anthology of Mid-60s Psychedelic Garage Music. They use these sounds to paint a dark portrait of the world.
1: Yeah, that's one of the inspirations, isn't it, Christian?
2: I mean, fear, the world of... Yeah, well, paranoia. The world of do. Paranoia will destroy it. Fear and paranoia. <laughs> that's the yeah, paranoia has always been one of the themes. Yeah, I mean from the beginning. Yeah,
0: that's Christian Bland and Alex Moss of the Black Angels. I'll be talking to them on the Echoes Podcast. Before we get to that, I want to tell you about Echoes Online. You know, you're probably going to be traveling somewhere where you can't hear Echoes, especially with the holiday season just around the corner. You know, when you go home to the family, you may need to get away, and Echoes will definitely take you there. You can take the perfect travel soundtrack with you by getting a subscription to Echoes Online. Echoes Online gives you 24-7 on-demand access to Echoes shows. There's also exclusive online-only streams and Echoes programs without the talking, just the music. Just get the free Echoes app on your cell phone, and you can take Echoes with you pretty much anywhere you can get a signal. Go to Echoes.org to find out more about Echoes Online. And now, let's trip out with the Black Angels. Back in the 1960s, after the British Invasion and before the Summer of Love, there was Garage Rock. That was a style that guitarist Lenny Kaye beautifully documented on the collection Nuggets, artifacts from the first psychedelic era. That sound is in the DNA of a group out of Austin, Texas called the Black Angels. They've been blowing minds for most of the last two decades, and they have a new album out that surveys the state of the world called Wilderness of Mirrors. I talk to them about their retro sound for the future. As befitting their name, the Black Angels can be dark. How dark?
2: Early on, Alex and I would like to um, sit down with a bass guitar, an amp, and an electric guitar and put on Apocalypse Now on mute and then just like play to it.
0: That's Christian Bland. He's the guitarist and a co-founding member of the Black Angels. He's at his home in Austin, Texas. Alex Moss, singer, multi-instrumentalist, and the other co-founding member didn't get the recording memo, and instead of being in a quiet room with a microphone, he's driving in his Ford Edge SUV, children's seats in the back. Alex is driving. (laughs) I'm I'm pulling over. Well, we're in record, Alex. So
1: up you know
0: A day
2: in the life. A day in the life.
0: This domestic side of the Black Angels isn't necessarily evident in their music. That tends more towards the dystopian. Alex Moss.
1: Yeah, I, that's one of the inspirations, isn't it, Christian? I mean, fear of the world. Of- yeah, I, well,
2: paranoia. The world is been Paranoia will destroy you. Fear and paranoia. <laughs> that's the, yeah, paranoia has always been one of the themes. Yeah. I mean, from the beginning. Yeah.
0: Jim Bland and Alex Moss grew up in Houston, where they listened to music in the 80s and 90s that was from two to three decades earlier.
2: Did a lot of listening to that. Alex and I both grew up in Houston. Oldies 94.5 was um, a radio station KLDE (laughs) 94.5. Oldies 94.5. Was always on uh, in the car. So Oldies yeah. And, um, you know, 1950s, 1960s music is my foundation. That's what I gravitate towards. So, yeah, that's, that's where a lot of my inspiration has come from.
1: <laughs> like Christian, I've got a lot of influences and, you know, music from the 60s and the 50s and 40s. Are, there's so much amazing stuff happening then. Yeah, talking about like mainlining the Nuggets box sets or whatever, like we definitely felt a kinship to what we're trying to do and what's happening there in some way.
0: One of those artists was the Thirteenth Floor Elevators. They were a band out of Houston, led by singer and guitarist Rocky Erickson. They had a hit single in 1966: "You're Gonna Miss Me." You're
2: gonna wake up one morning as the sun the dawn. You're gonna wake up one morning as the sun the
0: dawn. The Black Angels actually backed up Rocky Erickson on tour.
2: We got a call, see we wanted to back him, and we we got excited to do that, but we wanted to do more 13th Floor Elevator songs with him than what was currently on a set list. We went to our practice space at the time with him to do a full-on electric practice, and we were trying to relearn the first five songs on the Psychedelic Sounds album. He already did You're Gonna Miss Me and Splash, Splash One, but uh, he didn't remember Reverberation, Roller Coaster, and uh, Don't Fall Down. So we had to invite him to our house at the time and print out the words and the chords, print them on a music stand, and uh, sit down with him and reteach him those songs.
0: But there was more than a psychedelic garage rock influence to the group they ingested the sounds of Pink Floyd, took their name from a song by the Velvet Underground, and the case of Christian got high with a little help from the Beatles.
2: I found my dad's *Sergeant Pepper's copy when I was about nine or 10 and just loved the cover and would put it on our record player and stare at the cover and wonder who all these amazing people were and then do more research into who those people were, and then find more music to listen to. You know, there's Bob Dylan in the crowd, and it was just the door to to find a a lot of new stuff.
1: The
0: The Black Angels released their debut Passover in 2006, where songs like Young Men Dead, The First of Vietnamese War, and a cover of Jimmy Cliff's Vietnam all stamped them as a band that wasn't just tripping through life and writing love songs. continue variations on these themes through their sixth album, Wilderness of Mirrors, including a song called Empire's Falling that references back 16 years to another song on their debut.
1: Speaking back to Passover, I mean, we have a song called Empire. I feel like Empire's Falling is just like the part two of the same thing that's happening. That was, you know, it's the same with the song Vikings off, off Directions. Viking, that's the same thing, you know, just... These concepts, we're just saying the same thing over and <laughs> over.
0: Mind altering drugs shaped a lot of their music influences, and it shapes the Black Angels as well.
2: The way I like to explain that is, I think that you know, a painter has uh, different brushes that he uses. I think that like mar- you know, smoking marijuana is maybe like picking up a different paintbrush. You can see a different uh, door maybe that wasn't there before. I think, I think psychedelics open your mind, and if used, you know, in a creative manner, can help to open doorways which you didn't see were there
1: yeah the idea of psychedelic music and using psychedelic drugs or drugs in general to make this music or appreciate it especially not appreciate it it's like the, the music is supposed to make you feel messed up
2: right the music creates the trip it lends itself to listening to music for sure it's uh, they, it draws you in there's something about sound waves and the brain and psychedelics that uh, all link up and create an amazing experience. I don't know what it is, but yeah, music's very powerful. And if you combine the two, it's spiritual.
0: Angels have even recorded songs about drugs, although that might not be evident. For instance, I thought their track, Ramillion Eyes, was the sweetest love song.
1: Remillion Eyes, that song, to me, is about taking control of your country and not being afraid of standing up for what you believe in and really kind of just encouraging people to think for themselves and rethink their preconceived notions and and know that, like, you know, this government that we have, it's almost like empire. The empire is falling. The other thing about Vermillion Eyes is it's kind of a nod to marijuana culture. <laughs> um, Vermilion is a deep, dark red, and I, I know that like this sounds kind of like forty or fifty years late, but the idea of, of marijuana as a healing tool. Our songs, there are so many different meanings to them, and like hopefully, you think it's a love song, and then somebody else thinks it's a, an anarchist song about taking over the government, or you know, like that's the idea of what we're trying to do here. When I...
0: angels bathe their music in reverb and delays. Christian Bland in particular plays his guitar with fuzz-tone ferocity and lots of effects. Did I see you use an echoplex?
2: (laughs) I need to have at least reverb on it. (laughs) I can't play dry as a bone guitar. (laughs) The thing about that is the drier guitar is
1: the more the effects they're more bombastic once you do hit the reverb or once you do hit buzz so it is fun to play around with that right but yeah he's got at least to have that reaver run
2: oh yeah true <laughs> echo is crucial you know can't do without that
0: <laughs> Their music can get pretty far out, buried in layers of feedback, reverb, delay, and distortion. Nevertheless, I had the thought that if they were ever on American Bandstand's Old Radio Record segment, that the teenage judges
2: would still say,
0: "You can dance to it. It's a, it has a nice beat to it."
2: Good. That's what I would hope for, you know. And it's rock and roll. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, dude, it hits the heart. Yeah, we love the groove, you know. If it feels good, do it again. There's something about that, you know, caveman rock thing that's kind of attractive,
1: with like the heartbeat, everything you know, behind the heartbeat, having a tribal sound.
0: It should be said that since the first Black Angels album, Stephanie Bailey has been the powerhouse behind their drums. Black angels are sometimes accused of being retro, creating a nostalgia for a sound that's 50 years in the past. But that's actually kind of a point.
2: I feel like it doesn't sound like it's from the 60s. I feel like it could sound like it's from 2060. We want it to sound timeless. It's inspired by that time period only because that was the most creative time in rock music. I don't think there's been as creative a time ever, and we want to bring that spirit back. So, if it's derivative, so be it. But we want to bring that spirit back to rock and roll because what's on the radio now is
0: awful. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't mean echoes, right? In addition to recording and touring, the Black Angels work with the Reverberation Appreciation Society, which created the annual Austin Psych Fest in 2008, rebranded in 2014 as Levitation. They celebrated the post-pandemic return of the festival in October 2022. The latest album by the Black Angels is the *Wilderness of Mirrors* on Partisan Records. That was quite a ride. I wish their interview recordings had come out a little better, but it was a very fun, wide-ranging talk. I will have a link to the Black Angels album, Wilderness of Mirrors, and the posting for this podcast at echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S, dot org, O-R-G. I'm John DiLibretto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next time, tonight on the radio somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online right now or whenever you want.